just gonna get why I'm the problem with every podcast. How I'm the okay, guy. hear me out. No, hear me out. <laughs> I don't have to. <laughs> hear me out. Why? <clears throat> no, don't ask why. <laughs> why? That invite. Why am I the only one? Oh, okay, hear oh, me out. <laughs> I thought about it. No, see, that's the problem. <laughs> that's literally the problem. It all, <laughs> it all starts with a thought. And you can't kill literally, the current presidential, Democratic presidential primary cycle is what brought this on. You niggas don't deserve freedom. Some of you niggas need to be slaves. I think he was gonna say that shit. You started recording, didn't you? Yes! <laughs> yes, Q! Yes! Oh, is Lori coming? Yes! Is Lori coming? She knew, she somehow knew that, that Wayne would be here and she pulled out last second. God Lori and your amazing pullout game. God Huh? Listen, this is this is what's gonna happen. No. I'm gonna be a guest on Lori's show. And she's not going to know I'm coming. <laughs> Wait a minute. Y'all, listen, y'all, didn't all, y'all didn't all see the, the face that we all made at Q when he said that just now. Because we we, it's not that we don't believe him. It's just that we're so impressed <laughs> at the same time. And we don't even, the sad part, I don't even think we doubt the thing. I just think we just want to see how he do this shit. We, at this point, I just want to see him pull the shit off. Fuck it. But yeah. Yeah, it's like I'm I, I, I'm, I'm just, I'm just disgusted. D- Dennis, I literally watched nigga after nigga after nigga convince me, try to convince me that Joe Biden is the best presidential candidate. I said, okay, I said, I said, check me out. Why do you give me one thing that Joe Biden does has done for niggas specifically? That is not nigga. He was against desegregation. I said, it's not nigga. I said, because he's against Social Security. He's against Medicaid. He literally authored the 94 prime bill. A lot of niggas want to blame Hillary. I have no idea why. I don't know why. She's a blameable person. In all fairness. 94 prime bill. She's a very blameable person. That three strikes and you're out bullshit. Come on, big boy had a whole fucking uh, uh, verse about it. Had a whole verse about it. Joe Biden. (laughs) And somehow nigga... After nigga, after nigga is trying to convince us this is the best choice. I said, you know who the fucking best choice was? It was actually the fucking Asian man. <laughs> that was the best choice. But, but because we can't get the Asian man, I said, all right, let's go for the black woman. We don't want the black woman. Why? She's the cops. Oh, okay. Really okay. Okay. We're not going to go for the black woman. Let's go for the black man. We don't want the black man. Why you don't want the black man? We don't know if that nigga straight or not. Oh, my God. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Let's go for the white woman that has a plan for everything. We don't want that shit. Why? Because she's a white woman. At that moment, I said, you niggas need to be slaves. You don't deserve freedom. You don't. You fucking don't. And I jumped jumped on the bandwagon with them. Sorry. Now, now, I want to say this. (laughs) My reason for wanting slaves is completely different. Okay. Now, on that note, plus it's plus not explain it. What? It's across racism. Don't explain it. You explained it already <laughs> twice. No. Fair enough. Now, on that note, episode ninety four, No Static Podcast. I am Dennis, your host. Coop is here. LQ is here. Miles is here. Bye.
Trap, Trap Juice is out there trapping, my nigga. That's the only reason he's not here. <laughs> now, with that in mind, how was everyone's weekend? Good man, the shit. Evidently, puns were, puns were lost on Miles. He said, okie dokie. I want you to know, for the guy who was pushing for us to bring back context and phrasing, you have failed. Who? You. Me? Failed. Hey, wait, wait. I wasn't phrasing is one. definitely still back. <laughs> Trust me, we, we need it. <laughs> in the meantime, as always, to help us put out more content and make sure worship. <laughs> Slaves, <laughs> you, we are not making that. <laughs> anyway, hit us up on all your DSPs. Google Play, Spotify, iHeartRadio, as we found out recently. Yes. Stitcher, Pocket Cast, wherever you do your podcasts from. And as always, like, rate, review, share. Worship. All right. Wait, wait, wait. So what is the ISP? DSP. DSP. DSR. Sorry. DSP. Digital streaming platform. Why can't it be an animal? You were born in 2000. You know this. Only one of those things are true. Why can't it be an analog streaming platform? Cool powers are <laughs> My weekend was cool. I like clocks. <laughs> My weekend was cool. Um, and the alarm variety. Do we do? Y'all need this room. No, wait, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. We coming to you last. I, 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 got, I got a little something off my chest. How was your weekend? <laughs> My weekend was like, you know, straight. I work, you know, uh, we dealing with some with some family matters, you know, saying RIP to the sister, the gene. Uh, yeah. Passed away from an asthma attack. So, you know, definitely for everybody that's out there, make sure you got your inhalers with you at all times. And, you know, bless up to the queen, you know what I'm saying? Um, other than that, I actually got 11 hours worth of sleep, sleep on Sunday. Whoa. Mm. Crazy. So, you know, I'm excited because... I have never felt so rested in my life. Yeah? <laughs> it's been so long since I felt this rested. Damn. That's how my weekend went. That's always it. Niggas out here sleeping and shit. Miles. How about you, young Miles? I literally don't remember anything that's happened since last Monday. But I guess I'm okay. Is there a reason why? Or is he just kind of like casual? Like nah, man, it's just like... Yeah, right, just... What kind of men in black shirt are you into? No, no, no. I know, I know that feeling, though. And that's why I'm asking. Because I know that sometimes when you go, yo, what the fuck did I do? Yeah. Like, <laughs> like I remember one thing. And then, like, everything else kind of just... I remember we had points. I was supposed to come out the first Friday. And what happened was we were supposed to be kid-less so that me and my lady could come out. And everybody who was supposed to come and get a fucking kid from me bailed on me. They left me with kids. This makes you zero, zero and four. Okay, okay, okay. Let me explain something. (laughs) Clearly, I basically got like the doctor's note on this one. Like, (laughs) like, I I got a question. What happened that Saturday, though? That's where the four comes in. Okay, because I was doing the math, and I was like, where does he owe the four? (laughs) Saturday, I had every intention to, uh, Get everybody together again. Okay. And do, um, El Alistos. And, and why out there? I fucks with El Alistos. No, no, no. It's not. It's, the, it's which one I picked. Ah. Yeah. Uh, 
at the time, I did not look at that one schedule, but if you think about it, it's the closest one to me. Ah, okay. And that's the only reason why. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. And um, and 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 the service is really good. Cause cause dead ass serious. Y'all were like playing with me like nine nine thirty something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got off at like nine fifty. I could have made that. See, and my plans got canceled. I could have made that. See, I'm sorry, y'all. Well, let's replan it. But ultimately, Saturday, what what wound up happening was some shit went down at our house, and nigga, this is I'm not gonna lie to you. And I feel like Alex listens to the show, but, you know, fuck it, I'm winning. Um, I feel like what happened was, she was like, all right, babe, <laughs> I'm going to, you know, meet up with the boys, you know what I'm saying? They've been trying to do this whole group thing. And I was like, no, you're not. You're going to come get this pussy. And he was like, well, I guess I'm getting this pussy, then." <laughs> like, legit. <laughs> that would cancel. That's what I thought happened. I was like, respect. That's a doctor. That'll cancel any plan. <laughs> that like that. That's what happened yesterday. <laughs> 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 like, like, dead ass here, all of them, I'm like, oh, like, de- like, I'm gonna be honest with you, dead ass here, I don't think I had dinner yesterday. <laughs> like, wait, wait, you, did you have dessert? Yes, you did. Yeah. Mm. Nice. Get that straight shit out of here. Because it's all heterosexual. Ha ha. Smiles what you said was sexist. Me? Yeah. Me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you see? <laughs> so my weekend was pretty good. <laughs> you. Tell us about your weekend. Okay, let's 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 start from Friday. Let's start from Friday. Wait, 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 are both of those questions going to be answered by let's start from Because if it is Friday, I'm here for it. <laughs> Go. No, no, I'm sorry. Let me get you get it out. They got right into it, huh? <laughs> so me and Miles made it the first Friday, along with some along with some fellow constituents, some niggers. Oh, you showed those thug ass things, nice. Some some friends of the show. The yeah. Jordan meet near. Jordan came out. Yes. Yeah. That's like funny. the real Jordan came out. You're implying that I'm the fake, and while that hurts, I'm gonna let it slide. You <laughs> 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 can just be like, this is bad to me, and I just be trying to chill. But yeah, go ahead. Yeah, so Friday, we went to, we went to first Friday. Tisk, tisk, coop. Hey, we're recording this show. <laughs> we're recording, what show? Is it the Daily Show? So, alright. So okay, that was our Mike's weekend. Cool. Y'all Why don't they do the Daily Show every day? They do. <laughs> yeah. All right. So do we want to start with the music that dropped? Yes. Someone made music. Okay. Niggas still make. Little Uzi work. Five for five. There, I said. I'm with it. Five for five. I listened to it a few times. It's all right. It's great. Was it? I, I'm gonna say I this. said it before. That nigga Uzi is star. Man. I'm gonna say this from real shit, I love and it. I know y'all not gonna like me. Your shit was lit. I'm still not completely taken with Uzi, but I appreciate what he does. I'm giving it four and a half. Out of what? Five. Okay. Four and That's a half. Good. That's incredibly high. Because the album like, that good. Like put it this way: when I list, there's a point where I listen to it, and I go, I understand why this is going to hit so hard. Yeah. 
if I'm being honest, me and me and me and me and Dennis talked about this earlier. Best album so far, 2020 though. Dizza, Meg, <laughs> Uzi, Eminem. That's interesting because I haven't heard the Meg project yet. I have heard the Meg project. I'm not impressed. Here's the thing. That's not why. That's not why it's one of the best projects. It's the best project for these. The best few reasons. For the amount of money it costs to make it. The amount of money it costs to make. The very good production. Number two. <laughs> she was she she made a very smart move with that. Well, well that's an EP technically, isn't it? Yeah, tech, or big set. I don't know what the fuck it is anymore. Yeah, nobody knows what it's like anymore. But point I'm making is it was very smart because here's the thing. It's a good album because it's gonna strategically do well. Okay. Right now, she Magnusian ran into the best woman in hell. The she's not the only one in in rap. She's not the only female in rap right now. And she's running unopposed. But is the music good? Does it have to be? He's right. Because because for the long hold on, let me stop here. This is not me saying that Meg Thee Stallion's music is bad. Because if I had to give her an overall grade out of a hundred, I put her like probably seventy nine, high eighties. Yeah. Well, low eighties. Low to mid eighties. Because for the longest Trina did this thing where she had this uncanny ability to drop when nobody else was dropping. So that made so that put more focus on her album. Say what you say what you want. Meg Thee Stallion's projects do not come out too close together. They're long lasting, and right now, while all the other titans in female rap are just for some reason quiet. Oh, that Cardi album coming. Oh yeah, but here's that, the that thing: that Nicki album coming, Rhapsody already dropped. But here's we, the thing: we know we gonna get something cash. Yeah, on. we ain't heard about her getting cheated on in a while, so it's definitely. Bro, listen, here's the thing, bro. Not gonna matter, not gonna matter, not gonna matter, not gonna matter. Maybe the Cardi. Rhapsody is in, a, is, is in her own lane. None of it'll matter to her. And. I agree. Yeah, here, so here's what's gonna unfortunately happen. Something interesting happened with Nicki Minaj. Her husband got locked up for being a rape for being a statutory rapist. I thought he didn't get locked up. I thought he just had to register. They, were they took his passport. The feds came and got him. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Stop. Y'all thought we all subject. <laughs> okay. But <laughs> right now, okay. But something interesting happened to Nicki Minaj. <laughs> something interesting happened to Nicki Minaj. Slaves. Y'all not selling me on this Megan album at all. Have you heard it? No. I just said I didn't hear it. So we can't tell you. One. But that don't mean I don't listen, that I don't like Megan Thee Stallion. No, that's I, what I'm saying. I but like that's Fever. What, but that's what I'm saying. We can't sell you on it because you haven't heard it. Like, like so think, what's like a go-to think, song? No, no, think about, think about what you've heard between the two of us. I told you I'm not impressed. He said he'd give it a, uh, that he, you don't have to. Here's the thing. The project, okay. Out of five stars, the album realistically, or the, the project realistically, it's like three and a half. It's, excuse me. The impact, because of impact, it's a four. Okay. She has every woman's ear right now. And here's the interesting thing about Meg Thee Stallion. Meg Thee Stallion found a balance between Cardi B and Nicki Minaj. Oh. 
Cardi B is everybody's ratchet sweetheart. Okay. Nicki Minaj is everybody's high-priced girlfriend sweetheart. Okay. Meg The Stallion just is like, oh, I'll just take the two most lovable things about y'all and just be a bad bitch. <laughs> And, I, and the, even and further opposed, I'm literally bigger and stronger than y'all. Think about it. Think about it. Meg Thee Stallion is a dark, dark-skinned Amazon. <laughs> oh, she like 5'10", 5'11"? Yup. Yeah, she like... She made Say what you want, bro. Say what you want, bro. If you don't think that'd be fun, it's something wrong with you. <laughs> Real talk. It's something wrong with you. And she's she is all her, too. Bro, listen. And listen to the shit she rapping about. She's 5'10". Listen to the shit she rapping about. Yeah, Seven that shit come out rapping and slump, bro. But she talking about doing two things. What is that? Treating thing? men the like way the way men essentially rap about treating women. Uh-huh. Making women. So basically, she oh, adopted the Pepsi mom. She Texas as fuck. <laughs> she Texas as fuck. And, she, and you know what? She don't miss it. She don't miss it at all. When she come out, she don't miss. Listen, Meg Thee Stallion did what Cardi did. Almost what Cardi did, minus the album. I want to say in half the time. It took Cardi two and a half years. Are we talking about from like when she was out there? Because I'm calling from, her from, from Gangsta, from Gangsta, Bitch Music Volume One, about two and a half. I'm thinking all the way from like in Love and Hip Hop. Oh, yep. okay, yeah. okay, we're counting that. So about three yeah. years. Think about it. How long we really been banging mad? I, I've been banging. We've been banging mad hard since I moved. At least it's only one year. My lease about to be up. Yeah. Are you both from Philly? Who? Both of Who? Where are you from? I'm from Dubai. Duval? Yeah. I knew that. How'd y'all meet each other? Fresh, my freshman year, he was outside drinking, and my our mutual friend connected us. Word. Okay. And then from there, it just went the story. The, the adventure began. Yeah, <laughs> 2005 is a blur. 2006 is a Fucking gap for us. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. <laughs> Don't ask. Don't ask, bro. We referenced 2006 by the other things that happened in the world that we know happened at the same time because we can go back and check those things. Point I'm making. I was Me- in first grade. Jesus Meg. <laughs> Meg. Meg can't miss right now. She can't do no wrong. Yeah. Let me tell you just how perfect Meg the Stallion is. She the only woman you've seen hold endorsed. <laughs> Nikki been there the whole time. No. Nikki ain't even got a whole verse. I just thought about that. Cardi. From New York. <laughs> Gotta have some hometown love there. Hell, hold on, they can make a dump, they can make a dope record. Who the only one you've actually seen him physically standing next to? You know, I mean, her and Lil Mama. Fair enough. <laughs> so, long story short, what y'all telling me is that that I was right just by sticking and listening to the Uzi album over the weekend, bro. What did I tell? I want to say something, man. I predicted Meg make the stallion. Think back, bro. What did yeah. I tell y'all when Big Old Freak came out? He did because I, I was mean, a soul. I was not so. I told everybody, bro. I was like, no, bro. I was like, 
the summer, I was like, the rest of the year in the summer belongs to Megan Stallion. My nigga, it's summer. <laughs> Meg definitely took over. So I can definitely agree on that. Now, who heard the Janae album? I did. No. I'm impressed. Which one? I want to say this is uh, Janae's best album since Sold Out. Oh, wow. Oh, uh, Sell Out? Sell Out, Sold Out. How the fuck she said Sell Out, it's Sold Out. I haven't listened to it yet. I no. heard half of it. I, it's really good. And her, you know the sad part about it is? The two features that she got that surprised me the most, Absol and Nas. One, I just wonder where the fuck she found Absol at. Bro, Absol. She can find Absol. Bro, that's not hard. Where she find Absol at? She can find Absol. Now, wait a minute. Of, of, of all the people who can't find Absol, she can find Absol. They well, was collaborating for like. She can find anybody. They've been like close collaborators for years. But yeah. But those were the two features that surprised me. And everything was well thought out. Like transition from song to song. She stayed in. She was able to like have her production be like not so mellow and yet still tailored just for her. Yeah. But can I tell you something? So what y'all talk? Okay. I just don't understand her and Big Sean's relationship. Bro, all I know is she like talking about how this nigga Big Sean is fucking. Listen, they are the type of toxic shit you'll see on your timeline with like people you know. But, like, the celebrity version. Like, we don't usually get to see the celebrity version of that shit because they keep behind the scenes. But whatever they have, chemistry-wise, is so palpable that no matter how toxic they are to each other, it really doesn't fucking matter. So they just they just minding their business together, breaking up and getting back together every couple of so odds. And then we'll find, you know, it's just, it's just what Have they doing. broken up? Yes. And they've gotten back together? A handful of times. Seriously? Yes. They're together now. They're together right now. Sean with therapy and everything. <laughs> Sorry, that's not supposed to be funny. See, <laughs> <laughs> you're the reason why niggas don't be going to therapy. You right there. Slaves. <laughs> what? <laughs> Won't have that problem. <laughs> I feel like we will still have that problem because I've been trying I've been trying to go back to therapy and it's literally been like Can you please give him the sound? Uh it's been either a six month waiting list. Or somebody that's not accepting new patients. That's clean up time? That is crazy. Clean up tour? Please? It's coming. Was that not enough? It's no, coming it as soon as I play this Janae feature. Oh, God. Hey. Hey. It's not coming. <laughs> it's, it's, it's coming. Okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it a listen. I'm, well, I got to finish the second half. I, like, I've really been stuck on this Uzi project. So, like, I still got to... I, mean, I still sure gotta get. I gotta give. I gotta listen to Jada Kiss. Ignatius was good. I gotta listen to that still. I, here's the thing, bro. I love the fact that '90s rappers now, you can do this thing where you can just make your music. You don't gotta like. I just noticed. Yeah, that, like, they, they don't care. Like, like just make it. Like, I got. I got my core base. All I gotta do is sell to them. I and I'm. A, I don't need a 40 city tour. I need yeah. like 15. All those venues are gonna sell out. I'm straight. <laughs> if, if the album does better than what I thought it was going to do, great. If it does what I thought it was going to do, great. Also, I mean, cool. as far as we go. You're about to be extremely mad. What's up? You're about to be mad. Why? 
Yes. What do we always get mad at somebody in this room for? Consistently. Hitting the table? No. No. Like, vehemently upset that this person continues to exert this behavior, and it doesn't just stop. Is it Mike Posner? No, no, that's one person. That's not Mike Posner. That's not Mike Posner. Not in, he's, not, he's obviously not in this room. Podcast, Mike Posner's not in the room. I like to be very explicit. He walked here. Stop. Stop. Why, why do we keep getting upset with, with Dennis specifically? Because he does some shit and didn't tell us about it? So, who... The fuck did you do now? Who are we just talking about? Janae Aiko? Janie Kiss? Janae. Talking about Janae. Somebody put two and two together real quick. No, the fuck you don't. 2011. <laughs> I think you like go... Like, you legitimately go out your way to... Photoshop. No, man. Who the fuck are you, bro? <laughs> <laughs> like, you making me mad, bro. You making me mad, bro. No, bro. No, 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 bro. Don't go nowhere, bro. Sit right down, bro. Tell us your entire fucking origin and how you got to, to this day. Right now, bro. Because your life don't make sense, bro. <laughs> your life don't make sense, man. Like, you make me mad, bro. You got a degree, but you got, like, Grammy Award winning, like, features on just casual throwaway fucking songs and shit. But you like work with the disabled or some shit, bro. But you like a fucking superhero and a hairstylist. Like, who the fuck are you, bro? Play the fucking song. I will leave. <laughs> bro, I'm furious right now. Yeah, you my nigga. I'm fucking. Inflamed right now at you, bro. Nigga, I just believe children are the future. I believe that children are the future. Born in the light and the future. Oh, whatever. Oh, wait. Is that what it is? Yeah, that's that's literally what it is. Okay. It's always a love hate. Stop! Stop! We've been going. Stop the fucking song, bro. Bro, when the fuck did you do this? It's always a love-hate thing. We've been going at it since the Florida State game. I told you Miami was going to lose. Wait, now you mad at me Florida like State I was the one playing. The, the national championship season? 2011. Two years prior. No, I was talking about when Florida State played Miami and lost. Well, Florida State played Miami and won. Hold on, that's literally that was, that's what the bar was. No, 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 no. I got that part. Is that what the whole song's about? Yeah. Let me. Okay, bro. Let me. Oh. <laughs> well, it's not about that, but it's about no, no, no. no, no relationship no, problems. No, you just told me. That <laughs> 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 for a casual song, <laughs> you reached out into the universe, <laughs> and Janae Aiko was like, "Yeah, sure, I got you." <laughs> Which means two several things happened. One, you had music. You then sent it to her. She was like, okay, right here. Swear for that. Recorded it, sent it back to you. You was like, thanks, Jay. Yep. Oh. <laughs> 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 
I am, I am literally boiling at you, but you my nigga. I'm, speak, I'm speaking some real shit. <laughs> Hey, bro. And that's what you know what you're making me mad, bro. You being so casual. <laughs> you being so he here being so fucking casual. I'm going off about this shit, bro. And he in here like, yeah, man. But realistically, man, it's really about my verses and just where I was at the time. No, nigga, it's not. It's about why the fuck is your life this way, my nigga? <laughs> hey, we have a uh, breaking news. My life is a surprise. Stuff. Africa no has a coronavirus death reported in Egypt, but it was a German citizen. Heard about it. Sick. We say still not black. We safe. Just put it out there. We are safe. So y'all mean to tell me I don't gotta wash my hands? No, bro. Listen, on the on the real note, though, please like please take care of yourselves, bro. Wash this shit hands. is crazy, and I read, I did that thing today, guys, where you read too much news, and now you just like almost shell shock yourself. Jay Prince has reportedly weighed in on the uh, Megan Thee Stallion thing. Apparently, him and Carl Crawford, the uh, owner founder. Proprietor of 1501 Entertainment are good friends. Now, we all know Jay Prince. Jay Prince is a huge, huge supporter of independent labels. With that being said, he feels as though Carl Crawford uh, is being uh, mishandled or mischaracterized by the media, ergo, everybody champion uh, May. Now, when you read his IG caption, a lot of it eerily sounds like when he weighed in on the Drake and Pusha T thing. That's neither here nor there. I also have the quote. Whenever you're dramatic ready. Reading. Dramatic reading. Oh, whenever you're ready. All, All right. right. Take it away, Captain. Jay Prince says, and I quote, Houston, we have a problem. Megan. Hold on. It's the fact that Jay Prince starts off with Houston, we have a problem. It's hilarious to me. He's so, so cool. He's so cool. Man. Megan, along with Rock Nation employee, decided to include my name in a lawsuit wrapped around lies and stupidity. We're going to get this shit straight. Now let's deal with the root of the issue. Hold on real quick. How many people are comfortable lying about Jay Prince? Not very Anybody? No? I don't even think we should really be saying his name on this podcast. I don't okay. 100% honest. But, I mean, do go on. Unless you want to make us a Jay Prince investment, dog. Like, come on, we trying to get places. Can you stop saying his name? It makes it Go ahead. That would be a nice investment, by the way. We would never get canceled. That's what you think. No. Them white moderates or something else, man. Against Jay Prince? I said what I said. Again, J. Print, okay, J. Print, okay, never mind. No, I'm, I'm, I'm straightening <laughs> off the point. Now let's deal with the root of this issue. The root is a familiar one for me, coming from a successful independent record label's perspective. We as independent record labels make many sacrifices along with our artists. After we do all the hard work together with artists, it's a known fact that major record labels and established managers attempt to poach the fruits of our labor. One of the first things they do is criticize the deal that raised that artist from the dead. These record labels and managers don't want shit to do with these artists until the hard work, risk, sacrifices, and resources have been spent by the little guys. This is the same technique of the culture vultures. I didn't allow this to happen to me when New York and LA record labels attempted to take my artists so they labeled me as malicious for fighting back. 
I didn't allow it then, so I damn sure won't allow it to happen to 1501 Records or any of the other independent record labels that I'm associated with. For the record, we have no problem with negotiating with Megan, but we do have a problem with dictators. I find it very interesting that Rock Nation would allow their employee to sign an affidavit and statement full of slanderous lies on my methods of doing business when we are partnered together on several occasions. I don't think Jay-Z is aware of this, but only time will tell. Megan, even though she signed an affidavit, talked down and lied in court documents on me. I understand how lawyers brainwash artists to milk them out of funds and lawsuits that they know that they can't win. Megan seems to be a perfect candidate for self-destruction. Any artist in the music industry will testify that a 40% profit share is a great deal, especially for an unestablished artist that to this day has never delivered an album. To, the end, to end this, I give credit to where credit is due. Megan, along with her mother, who evidently could read, God rest her soul, negotiated a good deal. I extended my hand to meet with Megan, T. Ferris, and team personally for further negotiation. Unfortunately, it never happened even though we're all in Houston because this is being controlled by the very people who started this shit. The homie Carl was an angel in Megan's eyes when he started spending hundreds of thousands investing in her career. Now that he's helped overcome a successful artist, she stopped paying him his percentage and views him as the devil. I'm glad money don't make me. I make money. So, who wants to share their feelings? Nope, we're going to leave it there because Jay Prince. Yeah, can we please move on? Um, <laughs> so, Post Malone. But real talk, real talk. Wait a minute, what happened to Post Malone? Nigga probably died. So there's these videos going around um, showing Post performing as though he's under the influence of substances. Like ketamine. Okay. So on and so forth. But. That's hearsay. Like he's crawling on stage. Like he's basically doing a lot. And he's acting different in a sense. Okay. Now, I have seen Post live. I haven't seen him act as though he, act as he was on the video that I saw, but he says that everything is okay and that he's just performing. Okay. So, are we worried for his mental health or what? His physical health. They believe it is a um, a brain deteriorating drug, and so it's one of those things where like people on the outside looking in don't know, but because of the research artists who have died as a result of drug abuse. There is a at least a, a caution, which I respect. Okay. Now beyond that, I'd say he is an adult person and while I do believe everyone who can should get help in these situations, it gets to a certain point where it's like, alright guys, like you guys aren't gonna essentially bully him or push him into you getting help. That's one of those things he kinda like the people that are close to him will do, or so on and so forth. Like, I just don't see the internet outreach trying to be the person, like, the group of people to do it. It's just like, because the internet tried to do me something, I'm going to be honest. Like, that's just not going to click. It doesn't matter in what capacity. So, I mean, I understand, like, the optimism behind the messaging that the fans are trying to uh, ensue, but, like, it's unlikely that, they, that they're going to incite any real change in his lifestyle. So, so almost also made me wild how shit. Yeah, if it's it's one of those things where it's like, if like the people around him don't know, if they do know, and they aren't trying anything, or if they don't care, whatever, whatever, 
what's going to happen kind of designed in seven days. It's got to be. If you, like, you want to say, like, there's got to be something that can be done, but, like, realistically, what can be done? Like, really ask yourself, as a person who doesn't have immediate and physical access to him as a person, what can you do? As far as the baby? Oh, never mind. You know, like, I was about to say, that's all. I'm asking a real, like, deep dive question. When we see artists exhibit this behavior, is it our fanfare that enables it or their environment that enables it? Environment. Because, and the reason why I ask this is because for years, years, everybody said, hey man, we just don't trust Everybody knew it. Everybody knew it. And you mean to tell me not one person could get to her? Even if it was like her passing along like they were in a mall or somewhere together because Whitney does that. Right. Nobody could say, Whitney, please save yourself before it's too late. It's one same of- thing with Kurt Cobain. Same thing with uh, with the Juice Worlds of the world. The fucking uh, the Frankie Lyman's, like th- this. This is becoming an epidemic, and like I, I, I forget how long ago I said it, but I'm like I'm really afraid for young rappers because it seems like the starter package to be a young aspiring rapper is face tattoos, deep depression, and an addiction to hardcore drugs. So, I hear what you're saying, and I love. Alright, so obviously the fanfare creates and um, motivates a space for like poor addiction to be created, right? So like due to the fanfare, kind of like uh, when truckers get addicted to something, like as a result of their job. Yeah, like, like Adderall. You know what I'm saying? You know, it's just like something it's, that keeps them up. It's just like almost like a part of the job after a certain point, or with gymnasts and like painkillers, or you know any other major sport. Like there are environments that are created, and like part of that undoubtedly is the fanfare like the attention the all that like illusions of grandeur are almost expected to some degree like that ego boost that constant and perpetual ego boost that you're receiving from these group of people who've never even met you it it has to feel at least like make you feel akin to a deity right and so like as you elevate status and as you elevate the ranks and the billboards and all that like you're getting doors open to you that inevitably will have things behind them that you couldn't possibly expected to see and it's easy for us to be like well if i was in that situation i simply just wouldn't do the drugs and it's just like well yeah like that's fine but like it's almost like you're groomed into doing that type of stuff like i don't think anybody the first time they see cocaine does cocaine but like stop (laughs) i won't say anybody but i don't think most people most people who rationally think and have no prior convictions to do cocaine do cocaine the first time when's the last time like a healthy amount of cocaine was is this a, we can have that conversation, but like after I make this point, fair enough. So, but like in general, generally speaking, people do try substances. It's after they've been groomed to it. So it's just like constant exposure to something and constant like upheaval of something. Like people keep like saying like, "Yo, this shit is fire!" Like eventually you're gonna be like, "Man, I I'll try this." Shit. You know what I'm saying? And so like being being exposed and being around this substance and any other substances 
inevitably is going to lead to some consumption. And the way drugs work is they're entirely too addictive, entirely too too powerful, and entirely too easy to get for us to not expect these artists to get to this point. And so, like, yes, yes, as a fan base, that kind of, it builds, you know, the groundwork for these rooms to exist, but... And that's not the that's not the reason why these people are doing these things. It's it's the cost. It's the system itself. It's the people who have been there. And it's like once once you've got a group of monkeys doing one thing in a room, you keep introducing new monkeys. They're gonna eventually replace all the old monkeys doing the same thing that they were doing. It's the same. It's the same group of people with different faces, over and over again. Now, I'm asking I'm ask this like real deep question because the older rappers. Who are now getting to the point where they're like, hey, diversify your portfolio. It's a shit ton of money. Y'all ain't got to go through the shit that we went through. Let us, you know, guide you. This, that, and the third. Some of them are actively trying to reach out to these younger rappers and say, hey, I see your movement. I like what you're doing. I may not understand, but I want to help. What is the thing that's disabling <clears throat> disabling people from being able to do so? Huh? Well, it's like one of those things. But like growing up, <clears throat> you can have every you can have every lesson that your parents have learned throughout their entire life, like laid out in front of you, right? Uh-huh. And they can tell you it all. And part of it's probably like a lack of comprehension for what's going to happen in the later parts of your life because you just haven't been there. Another part of it has got to be like that that youthful like rebellious or youthful rebellion like, right we all kind of want to be our own trailblazers for our own path and so like to hear people tell you like this is what you should do like i can do this my own way you know what i'm saying like i, I want to try i, I understand because i yeah. remember that nigga fat joe literally sitting down with six nine and saying hey you know the feds is watching you he said i ain't got no nothing about you to tell you the feds is watching you slow down they come mm-hmm. and what happened and they came. And you got to understand, like, it's so then, easy to sit from the outside looking in. Then, who was it? Fucking, um, who was it? Diddy sat down with, with Bobby and said, hey, man, you can't be a rapper and game. You got you to gotta yeah, choose. Yeah. <laughs> what happened to Bobby? Like, niggas is like, literally like. <laughs> and I understand. But, like, it's. We've all been at the age where we didn't want to listen to like. I, I agree. And so, like, for for people to pretend like, like when people when these people say these things, like when Diddy said that to Bobby, when Fat Joe said that to Six Nine, like they had to know in the not the back but the front of their mind that as they're saying these words, the dude on the other end is gonna be like, I I, I got it, and then they're gonna do whatever they were gonna do before they said it. Like you have to know. You know, like, you can be optimistic about change, you can be optimistic about persuasion, but at the end of the day, you have to know that these people want to do the things that they, the way they want to do it. It's, it's just... I it's can, frustrating. I, I, I can imagine, like, me being in that chair and an and a OG takes his time out and be like, hey, yo, Q, check this out, man. I'm proud of you. I like what you're doing. I don't understand it, but you out here getting money, you creating jobs, you trying to change your life. He's like, but if you keep doing this specific thing, it's all going to come crashing down. And I'm like, all right, fuck it. And continue doing the thing that he's telling me 
it's going to ruin you. And I hear that. And I hear that. But there's two things you have to consider about that. A, if you've learned nothing else throughout your lifetime, you have to have learned that everybody that you come across is not the same level of rationale as yourself, right? And B, think back to that time when you were 24 through 18, because Bobby was 18, 6'9 was 24. Think back to that time and think about any, like just one lesson that somebody tried to tell you and it was so clear and like they were so convicted in their passion, right? And you sat there and you looked at them in their face and you may have even considered it, but you still did the opposite of what they told you to do. Like there has to have at least been one thing. And then you look back and you think, man, I wish I would have listened. You know, it's crazy. It's always been something small, but something major. Because the, the thing that I realized when it's always something major, the person that's normally going like, hey, Q, you need to stop. It's normally somebody that has nothing to do with it at all. Like I'm wondering... Like, I'm leaving the conversation like, how the fuck do they know? What the fuck is going on? And it, and it spooks the hell out of me. Yeah. And I'm immediately like, you know what? Let me go home, bro. <laughs> mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Like, it's so easy for us. And, like, I'm 19 as is. I don't want to speak, you know, be presumptuous and speak into my future. But, like, I know there are conversations I'm having with people right now where, like, they're telling me I should change my route, do something different than you're there. And I'm looking at them and I'm going, like, I understand. Like, I completely, I'm looking at me, I comprehend what you're saying to me. It makes sense. And if I were anybody else, maybe. But because I'm me, I don't want to do it the way you want me to do it. Straight up. And I, I, like, I feel I feel for both perspectives because it's frustrating on one end. But on the other end, it's like human nature. It's part of growing up. And so, like, unfortunately, for these young people who are becoming so powerful and rich so quickly and at such a young age drugs are going to be a huge part of their navigation throughout life and because drugs are so off like path altering there's no real way of knowing how how easily someone's going to be able to navigate through it without some casualties you know fucking drugs man fucking drugs all right so Coachella might be canceled Coachella is canceled. Due to the coronavirus. Coachella is canceled. Let it go, man. Coachella, South by Southwest, and uh, Ulta. Ultra did get canceled. Yeah, Ultra got canceled, and as well as uh, Rolling Loud. Any future Rolling Loud dates have been canceled. But, well, now you can't even go to Italy anymore. You used to be able to go to Italy for like $600. Yeah. And shit was fine. Shout out to my man DJ Fumo, bro. But if What's you, up, my nigga? I if, got you, boy. If you did take that trip, you would currently be in quarantine. And by quarantine, I mean like you're not allowed to leave your house without work passes and shit like that. Before I leave, I have a conspiracy theory. I believe something major is happening. Is this some Dr. Umar shit? Please tell me it's not. No. Thank God. I believe something major is happening, and this is just a distraction from the something major. That's what I believe. Because, okay. yeah. and, and, and I'm sorry, it normally happens like this for me. Some major event is happening. We're all like, oh my God, let's look at this shiny thing. And we're completely, you know... Like the monster is literally sneaking off behind us. 
They did say, um, I was looking at, they said like every election year. Yeah, it was a major There's like a, there's like a different type of like epidemic that usually starts. And it was just like as a ploy to, I mean, they do that with wars too. Like a lot of presidents will start wars or create a major conflict with a foreign country, usually the Middle East, so that they can get like the extra 15% boost in favorability. Blah, blah, blah. It happened with Trump. His favorability is at like 60-something right now just because he did that shit in Iran. I don't know. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. But think about it like this. You ain't got it yet. Bless up. And if you're black, <laughs> you might just be all right. <laughs> I'm glad that's one racist-ass virus. You know what I'm saying? I'm not even saying we can't get it. I'm just saying we definitely aren't favored. All right, so any closing statements? Oh, shit, closing statements. What about uh, the baby? You want to get into it? Yeah, fuck it. Listen, bro. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'd like to, I'd like to before Coop opens his mouth. Run the video, I was going to say. Uh, before Yes. Before Coop opens his mouth, I disagree with him. <laughs> about what? I don't even know what you're going to say, but I know I disagree. Real, real, man. He got to get some help, man. He got to get. He got to go to counseling, Brent. The baby? Yeah. Okay, I don't. I don't disagree with that. Like, here's what I'm saying. I believe this. I believe when he turned into it was it was reactionary. I really do. A lot of people were like, oh, just because it's slurs, you can't, you know, assume that you can just go up to him, this, that, and the third, that's not third. I think there's an equal part of respect. One, yes, understand that you are a celebrity and people do have a, a overwhelming need to see you because you have fans. At the same time, they should also try to respect your space because, you know, you, you're still a human being. And everybody deserves dignity and respect. Okay. Now, that being said, I believe what happened to him, I think he is just because he's such a short-fused guy. Yeah. <laughs> I think literally that could have been any person, man or woman, and he would have reacted like that. Strongly agree. The other thing is, I've noticed this about him. He doesn't seem to have like a medium. He's either chilling and fun and goofy, or he knocking things the fuck out or shooting somebody. I agree again. I just think Brady might need to go to counseling. Coop, I am pleasantly surprised by this conversation. No, no, don't say anything else. I'm not. Okay, let that be all of it. I really don't have any more to say. I mean, it's pretty much unanimous. I mean, like, it's definitely a lot of, like, reactionary stuff going on. And we've seen it happen more than once. Uh, While there have been other situations that have been justified, like, they got the hotel... This one was just, it's just like, there has to be something. Like, like every like every artist has, like, somebody that'll, like, that'll keep the artist or whomever that they're protecting from getting their hands dirty. Yeah, Cardi B's person is all set. <laughs> <laughs> See, that was your record. Bro, don't you dare. <laughs> don't you dare. How dare you. 
But I agree. Yeah, he, he's he's definitely a pretty short piece guy. No puns intended. Um, and it, it gets to a certain point, man, where, like, I understand, I understand where you came from. I understand your philosophy on that. But, like, he he's certainly media trained, right? Like, can we all, all agree that he's, like... I like, think he's media trained for interviews. That's... But he's, like, also one of the, like, most media trained for interview rappers I've seen in a long time. Ooh, the baby? Yeah. Like, do y'all remember that uh, incident where he he was supposed to be going to kind of jail or something like that? And yeah. He, and he, like... Like, that was... That was done really well. And I don't know how much of that was spoken into his ear, but, like, execution of that was perfect. Nearly. Also, update, they moved Coachella to October. <laughs> Niggas gonna be cold at Coachella. <laughs> Niggas not gonna care. <laughs> Listen, there's girls out there that's rushing to, to kiss NBA young boy. Why? Bro, that's I like cry. that's like blowing a kiss at a fucking box of donuts, and then everybody that eats a donut got herpes now. Nigga, did y'all try this donut chicken shit at KFC yet? No. What? It's not bad. I'm gonna try it one day. I'm gonna try it. You get two donuts for attendance. My bad. That was random. <laughs> All right. So closing statements. Oh, be safe. Take care of yourselves. Wash your so hands. You do this. Wash your hands. Stay clean. All I'm saying, bro. Don't is, touch your face. I've never seen the coronavirus and the flu in the same room. Yes. But they have different. I'm not saying they, I see them in the same they, room. They're, they're different. I've also they're never less. seen myself and Batman in the same room. So who's to say that I'm not Batman? I thought you were Jordan. Did I say something bad in this episode? I'm sure it's somewhere. Yes or no? Maybe. I may or may not be joining you. I'm probably not. I don't think I said we would go. But if I did, I'm joining you. All right. And with that being said, thank y'all so much for tuning in to episode 94 of the No Static Podcast. I have to edit. Um. Yeah. Uh. Pretty much just everybody... Have a good week, you know. Um, stay, stay germ free by all means. Stay germ free. Um, retrograde is over tomorrow, which means that it might be over by the time y'all hear this podcast. And that is all that I have to say. Um, yeah, light rate review share worship. Bro, you guys said if I wasn't gonna just say it on out. time. <laughs> you guys said if I wasn't gonna say it on time, don't say it. And I wasn't gonna say it on time, so I didn't say it. Where's the lie? You definitely. That okay. We're from the top. Like, rate, review, share, worship. Always a love hate thing. We've been going at it since the Florida State game. I told you Miami was gonna lose. Now you mad at me like I was the one playing. You better think that it makes me sad, yo. But all I do is act. How do you know that? I heard you laugh. Wait, what happened? I heard you were. I'm hungry and you reply so.
After all the chit chat and all the sticker doodles, I say I want wings, but you tell me to microwave some noodles. You blame me because my chihuahua impregnated your poodle, but it wasn't my fault. I wasn't there and I didn't see him do it. All right, man, this. I got. Yeah, personal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. Peace. You really have a poodle? Hmm? You really have a poodle? No, you got a chihuahua. I didn't see. Oh, I'm all right, back. I'd like to say, just because you don't see your dog fuck someone else's dog does not mean that it's not your fault. I want you to know, that's exactly what the fuck it means. You ever, ever did that shit. She can't prove they was fucking, you can't prove they was fucking. That shit was entirely your fault. Exactly, bro. Why is her little hoe-ass poodle out here telling telling the business? Yeah. Whole poodle. Yes, sir. 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 Yes, sir.